please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. I'm Greg McIntyre. This is Brenton Begley. We're here with the Elder Law Report, and we're talking about a hot topic right now, which is life insurance beneficiary fraud. And really, we're just confining it to life insurance beneficiary fraud, but it could be any type of beneficiary fraud. It could be beneficiary fraud on a 401k. It could be beneficiary fraud on an IRA. And welcome to the Elder Law Report today. Thank you, Mr. Begley, for being here with us. Uh, I am an attorney. I'm Greg McIntyre, an attorney with McIntyre Elder Law. I do estate planning and elder law and litigation surrounding will caveats and life insurance and other beneficiary fraud, um, guardianships, those types of things. Britton, uh, Britton Begley is a uh, an attorney with our office. Britton, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, sir. Britton Begley, also an attorney with McIntyre Elder Law. Um, I also do a lot of will caveats. And, uh, you know, in doing will caveats, what that is, is a will challenge. Um, you know, it naturally extends out to other things that you can leave behind for your heirs that may have been, you know, changed or altered in some way um, due to fraud or undue influence. And so, um, it's not just wills that can be um, manipulated by uh, by you know interlopers with bad intentions. Wow. It can also be, There's a law school term. Interloper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> word. The interloper. Yeah, it can also be uh, it can also be beneficiary forms or beneficiary accounts, and and which is very important. Not a lot of people know that um, that there's attorneys out there that can do something about that sort of thing. Absolutely. So, so you don't feel helpless if um, if you think this has happened to you and your family or uh, to a loved one. Um, I would say you initially are alerted to beneficiary fraud sometimes when someone passes away. Uh, you'll find out that oh, the beneficiary is totally different from what they said it was or what we thought it was. And how did it get that way? How did you know, someone who's not, you know, maybe, you know, this person wouldn't leave this money to, how did they become this beneficiary? Has, has a caregiver or, or maybe, you know, a family member uh, made it a point to get close to that person and, and somehow affect the change in beneficiary form. Um, that can be done a number of different ways. Sometimes it can be done online. Sometimes it can be done by filling out and completing a beneficiary change form. And, and believe it or not, the life insurance companies, 401ks, IRA companies will check the beneficiary change forms to see if the signatures match each time. Um, and they will conduct a, a fraud investigation generally if requested. Um, and sometimes we as attorneys will request those fraud investigations to be done internally by insurance companies. The insurance company has some choices. They could choose to simply ignore the claims of fraud and distribute the insurance money directly to the named beneficiary, whoever the last beneficiary was changed to and named. They could choose to ignore a change form based on their current investigation, based on internal investigation, and give it to the previous beneficiary. But I think they're really concerned there about doing the wrong thing 
and giving the money out to the wrong person. So what's more likely to happen is to see them file a lawsuit and complaint with the court system to deposit that money with the court and interplead the parties that are the family members, the, the possible beneficiaries that are fighting over the money and allow them to fight it out in the court system. And that's really where we can get involved and help you, really from the very beginning. Britain, if you suspected or if a client suspected, if someone out there suspected insurance beneficiary fraud, what should they do? What's the first step they should take? Yeah, I think the first step they should take is really take account of the circumstances that give rise to their, um, you know, any indication in their minds that fraud could happen. So, um, you know, was the money left to someone who it wasn't supposed to go to? Was that money, uh, you know, that, that, that gift of money a departure from their other estate planning documents like their will? Is it very different than, you know, how they intended to leave their, their other assets? Um, was that form or, 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 you know, beneficiary designation changed um, while that loved one was perhaps uh, incapacitated or incompetent, maybe, you know, had dementia or Alzheimer's, that sort of thing. Um, and then the next step is to, to sit down and, and speak to an attorney about it. Um, someone like us who, who have dealt with this sort of thing um, time and time again, where, you know, we've experienced, you know, both, you know, one side of it where we see that there has actual uh, actually been fraud, um, where we've seen an insurance company interplead the parties, and where we've seen where the insurance company has has paid out. But what you want to do is, if you su suspect fraud, you want to get to you know an attorney as soon as possible to really start the process because if they pay that money out, if the insurance company pays that money out. Um, it's, it's a lot harder to, to go after it at that point than if, um, if you're still waiting for the insurance company to determine who the right beneficiary is. Agreed. So then, you know, if we don't get to the insurance company and really let them know that there's a problem here, then you're chasing the money. That's right. And the money's already in the hands of somebody on the street, so to speak. And, you know, that's a, that's a harder thing to track down. Now, those things can be done by lawsuits filed and, you know, restraining orders issued, preliminary injunctions uh, against spending that money, you know, um, but still a harder proposition. So I think early action is important here if you suspect insurance or other type of beneficiary fraud. And Brenton, you did a great job of covering some issues that might indicate insurance or other beneficiary fraud being if the person has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia for an extended period of time. If there's a real question as to their competence when they sign the insurance benefit, beneficiary fraud document, if that person maybe is illiterate, can't read or write, and somehow has gotten online and changed the beneficiary, or or filled out a beneficiary change form right or if they're dependent on substances too 
Sure, uh, that person has a, a bad substance abuse problem and there's a, a question as to competence or, or maybe they could have been duped into, right. into signing it. Yeah. Or, yeah and, and, and another good thing that we, you know, that I would say to anybody, anybody out there that wants to prevent this sort of thing from happening um, or at least be able to, to fight against it if it does happen is talk to your loved ones about who they named as their beneficiaries and have an idea of what that is. And now if it's your uncle, if it's your aunt, um, if it's a cousin, you know, they might not want to tell you that, but I'm, I'm talking to your parents, I'm talking to your, your spouse um, and immediate family. It's important that you have these conversations that, you know, you know who they intended to leave it to. Um, and so- if Communication is key. That's what we say. Communication yeah. is key within families. And just like anything else, communication solves so many problems. That's right. More communication, not less communication is always the answer to solve problems, whether it be in a business, in a law firm, or within a family. And, and uh, you know, I would behoove you to have those discussions with your loved ones. I hope you don't get into a situation where you suspect beneficiary fraud within your family. But if you do, you can always contact our office. Our attorneys would be glad to help. We are experienced in this type of action and litigation. Our number is 704-749-9244 or schedule your free consult today. We put the power in your hands. Go to mcelderlaw.com to schedule that free consult today. Thank you. And stay tuned for our next Elder Law Report, which will be out next week. And we'll be talking about Medicaid maintenance plans. Thanks, Brenton. Thanks. That's about nine minutes, 45 seconds. Pretty good. We did it on our 10. Hey, good job, man. Thanks. Peace and love. Have a good day. Have a good day. You too. Life is busy, we all know. We put off planning till things get slow. Tomorrow's never promised today. Don't get too busy and let it all slip away. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Foundational planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed. If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. State planning benefits and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Love.